0: And hello everybody, it is Tom Chenault and it is the network marketing leadership show and I'm so excited that I was getting ready to sit in here and Adrian goes, Tom, dad, sit down. I go, no. He goes, why? I go, I'm too excited. I'm too nervous. And they said, why? I said, what? Why? Ray Higdon? Why Why wouldn't you be nervous? Why wouldn't you be scared out of your wits? This is the man and he's just written this phenomenal book, Time, Money, Freedom. You've got to buy it. So that'll come later, we're going to sell the crud out of it today because I am telling you what Higdon found a publisher which is nobody does that. Everybody self-publishes unless you're a big shot. So he probably got like a million bucks to write this thing and it was a bargain whatever they paid because the guy is all of it in a bag of chips. You ever been more excited in your life Paco? No,
1: this is awesome. I'm so happy we're here.
0: Yeah, this is so fun. So Ray Higdon, how are you my friend?
2: I'm excited. Thank you for having me on. Always a good time to be with the handsome Tom Chenault and the Adrian master of contact mapping. So I got both handsome and contact mapping in my very first line. uh, I think you guys owe me money.
1: I think, yeah, I think we can just go home now. (laughs) Okay, that's good. good. Thanks for having
2: me.
0: So anyway, so Ray, how's it been going? We're in the middle of COVID and as I read your book, I realize did you finish the book? Yes.
2: You didn't finish the book. Come on, stop it.
0: Oh you listen to me. Holy mackerel, Ray, what do you think I am? An amateur? So listen to me about this. Everybody stay here for a second. Ray Higdon's written a book that he started in early twenty twenty, having no idea that COVID was gonna come along. Oh. Hayhouse had no idea COVID was gonna come along this is the most important book you're ever going to read because it was written right into what's happening right now and everybody is i don't care what they do for a living i don't care if they got a restaurant a franchise a job they're going what am i going to do if this gets worse and if you want to know what you're going to do if this gets worse you need to buy this book because this is a roadmap map out of the jackpot and more importantly than that there's a chapter about it a roadmap out of the fear because you don't need to be afraid you just probably need to pivot a little, bit, a little bit and that's the essence of what's going on. Usually in this show what we do is we shoot the bull for a while until we get to the crux of the matter which is the book but we don't have time to do that today. This book's that important. So, Ray, congratulations to you and Jess for writing it. And what was it that made you do it? Divine inspiration that you just said, man, we have to write something that's going to be relevant right now. What happened?
2: Yeah, well, I mean, you're 100% right in that uh, we started this process, you know, before COVID, before all these, you know, different things. And, you know, for us, we're really... um, we're really driven by impacting more people and, and that, you know, sometimes you hear that and it really means making a lot of money and yes, we want to make a lot of money too. And we talk about money mindset in, in the book, but it's like, okay, how could we really impact a lot of people? And, and so we put together uh, and that's actually, it's actually the sub headline of the book, 10 simple rules to redefine what's possible to radically reshape your life. And so this is for someone who wants to improve their finances and or their relationships. That's really who it's for. And so this is unlike some of our other books. Uh, We have our Network Marketing Leadership book. We have our, you know, Social Media for Network Marketing book. Those are very specific, strategic, solves this problem. This is really how, how to take your life to the level that you deserve, how to take your life to, you know, a life that you're really proud of, that that makes you feel good, that you wake up in the morning and you're excited to to live out and maybe get away from, you know, some of the not so desirable areas of your life.
0: So most of you, after watching the Eric Ware interview, know that I have a secret crush on Pete Vargas. And the way that Pete Vargas hit my radar was because of Ray Higdon. So one time, Ray Higdon was in town to meet with Pete Vargas for like a week like an important thing and that was beautiful but he's down in this hotel far away from my house and I go I live just down the road you have to come down to my house so he goes well yeah I don't he doesn't want to come so I go no it's oh, come just, on. So this is true so then the poor guy gets in my car and we start driving and he didn't realize like we were far away from my house but now I had him trapped so the poor guy was a hostage in my car all the way down the road for hours and he's like ready to kill himself. But I got to know and I got to know about Vargas who I fell in love with because he looks like my older brother. I said that earlier but I also got to know the essence and the heart and the soul and the mission and the legacy of Ray Higdon which Hmm. is why God had that all go together that way because it was I mean I'm driving a Tesla and it's automatic you know you're supposed to be able to drive it on autopilot and not kill anybody but I'm such an idiot. ADD guy that poor Ray was like grabbing the wheel while it was on autopilot because I was still like almost killing people all the way and we're driving along like at 500 miles an hour. It was so fun but I just he was freaked out but he was so polite because I'm so much older that he didn't want to say, Tom, you, you, don't, you don't even know how to drive this car but I am telling you guys this is a good man hmm. who cares about the little guy at a level I can't believe. Talk about that a little bit Ray because that's the person out there that is drowning that is scared mm-hmm. that feels hopeless and directionless and your book and you are the ticket to get out of there so would you talk about that a little
2: yeah I mean I, I think you know I always identify with the underdog with the little guy uh, because that was me you know oh. I uh, didn't grow up with a great childhood I was abused and um, you know physically physically abused up until the age of 12. Um, you know, I've been through a lot of not great times, been dead broke, been in foreclosure, um, you know, been the one that uh just wasn't sure what life was going to turn out to be because I've been through different bouts of depression, different bouts of addiction, and um, you know, so I I really root for the for the for the little guy, for the person that's trying, for the person that wants to show up. And that's where the crux of our teaching comes from as well, as far as when we work with leaders, it's not just to activate the 5%ers or activate the people that are hard charging, you know, already, you know, alpha alpha dogs, but to help out the masses, the pers- the people that need some hope, the people that constantly say why bother because they just don't believe they can make it happen. And so in in the book we break down some different things that no matter where you are, whether you're, you know, financially in trouble like like I was not that long ago, um, whether you've been through trauma, whether you've been through abuse, um, this gives you a roadmap of how to get out of that and how to start moving toward the life that you really want to live. And so we're really, uh, we're really excited about that. And we've been getting some really—I mean, it's only—it's one week old today. It came out last Tuesday, and uh, so we're really excited with the feedback we're getting.
1: Congratulations, by the way, on the launch. I mean, just the number of people who I really respect who are getting behind this book who have been touched by it already and you know watching it sail up the charts all over the place it's been really cool to see and i I know it's you know it's an expression of the the buy-in that you have from so many people i think that they knew how great it was going to be but people are just loving this book and so it's fun to see that congratulations on that
2: i appreciate that thank you very much yeah there's you know there's three there's three main concepts that we hope people get out of this book. Um, One is that regardless of your past, you can have an amazing life. Um, Number two is, you know, what you've gone through, what you've survived can be inspiring to others who have gone through that same thing or are going through that same thing. And number three is that with more money, you can do more good. And, and I think that that's an important one because that's not what you're led to believe from the media, from Hollywood, from politicians. Um, you're led to believe that, you know, more money bad. And it just, you know, all it is is a magnifier. If you're someone that likes to do good, you can do more good impact. You can only donate so much of your time. You know, at the end of the day, we have to work, we gotta pay bills. And although donation of time is fantastic. And if that serves you and it's fulfilling, then definitely do that. I'm, I'm on, you know, two different charity boards and I get enjoyment from it, so I like it. I can only do ma- donate so much of that time though. But if I make more money, if you make more money, you're able to, you know, put money into those abuse centers or those uh, schools or water wells or whatever it is, you know, programs that are taught in inner city to to really help the problems. And so those are the th- really three main concepts that we hope come across in the book.
0: Tithing your time or tithing your money or tithing both is critically important. And as you tithe your, time because you don't have money you see the people that are throwing money at things that don't solve it and you realize that man alive if I had some money I could solve this problem but never forget to tithe that time Being sure. on two boards like that you know I, my whole life is given toward alcohol and drug recovery so I, I think and I tithe a lot of money out there but I think I tithe far more in time because I am telling you what we are so alone out here Mm -hmm. and we don't feel loved, we don't feel safe, we don't feel like we can trust anything, and we don't feel like we belong. And what Ray's done is written a book that gives you that, and he talks a lot about reframing your story, and his story about being a little boy who had to go to school with a bloody nose and the various things that happened to him, and all of a sudden changing that story, and not making that hold him down, but it actually now lifts him up, and that story's lifting up a lot of people, all of you have that same kind of story if you just know how to frame it that way, right Adrian?
1: Yeah, your story is so much your strength and you know, it's easy it's so easy to be in this place of, you know, I've got this, I've got a checkered past, I've got a difficult upbringing, I've never had any success in my life. Like you you could paint yourself into the most negative possible light. Every single one of us, no matter how successful in the world's eyes we are or not, can do that but equally no matter how much success you think you have achieved you have a great story inside you you just have to believe it in order to get it there and it's amazing how the exact same set of circumstances you get to have a choice about the sort of story and the the framing that you're going to put around that for yourself and then that projects outwards to others and if you have a if you've got a terrible story that you're telling yourself about who you are how are people ever you know how are you ever going to get people to follow you if you don't believe you're worth following, right?
2: For sure. And it'll, and it'll be misconstrued. You know, um, I had a, a real, um, social anxiety and, and I didn't know why, uh, I wasn't sure why, but I would go and rock it out on the stage. And this is recent. We're talking (laughs) the last year. I would rock it out on the stage and people, oh, that was great. But if you wanted to have a conversation with me afterward, I didn't feel comfortable and i didn't know why i'd go hide in my room and people would take that as oh he thinks he's better than me or oh he's big time in me no it's because i was worried about being hurt because in in 3rd grade i confided in a guidance counselor told her all about my abuse and she didn't believe me and told my parents what i told her cuz she thought it was for attention and that was the day that i stopped trusting anybody that's one that's the day i stopped you know i can you know smile and be nice to people but that's the day i stopped letting anyone in it wasn't until I realized that, that I was able to have better relationships. And that was recent last year. Wow.
0: That makes me cry. And almost everybody has that story. And the minute that you let that story into the light, it dissipates. Right. And find people that you can love, that you can trust, that are going to hear it and keep you safe. Right. And I believe that Rank Makers and what Ray's doing does that. We're on the Genesis Communication Network. This is the Network Marketing Leadership Show. Thank you, Ted Anderson, for keeping us on the air all these years, you're crazy, and we love you for that. We'll be back right after this with Ray Higdon.
1: Back at well, it, baby. Done. That was oh, That was great, and yeah, I, it's, it's just a, you know, these, these stories, I don't wanna go too far down that track because I wanna bring it back there when we come sure. back. But wow, that's that's amazing, important stuff. And, you know, it's it's just so interesting the way these things kind of weave together. So with contact mapping, we just did a, a workshop two weekends ago called the Foundations of Authentic Connection. And we took uh, a small group of people through a process of looking at their story and looking at where is it that you have breakdowns around love, around trust, around safety and around belonging That's in bold. your life. And so many, you know, each person had some you know their own version of that third grade story that showed up somewhere in their life and that had this this echo through everything that has happened for them since that time and we got to go through this process together of going okay let's put that in the light and then let's figure out how we you get to move on and you get to have a different outlook on what it is that happened to you in the past and where it is that you're going in the future and you know just the most incredible transformations and the most incredible, you know—you just see people literally look, you know, 1020 years younger in the course of a weekend, right? I mean, it was it was remarkable to watch the weight come off of people's shoulders. And so it was just incredibly gratifying. And I'm so thankful that you are, you know, we're we're touching a, such a comparatively small number of lives with contact mapping compared to this platform that you've built. And I just love that you are using that platform and that reach that you have to, to try to help as many people as possible to discover that power for themselves. It's really important stuff.
2: I, I love it that you're doing that. I love it that, you know, so many people are just selling their widget when the widget doesn't fucking matter and we're yeah. in the air anymore, but um, the it's yeah. their head that matters. It's their heart that matters. It's, it's what's preventing them from using the widget that matters. And, and so, yeah, you know, I, I love it that you're doing that more people need to embrace that instead of just be strategy.
1: Thanks, man. Yeah. It's, you know, with all these things, right. It's, It's the same thing with Rank Makers, right? You sign up for Rank Makers, does not mean that you are suddenly going to start rank advancing if you don't actually show up in the community, if you don't take the action steps, if you don't do the thing. If you put an app in somebody's hand, it could be the greatest app that's ever been made. But if you don't actually reach out to people and build relationships and put stuff in there and actually do it when it says, hey, call Ray today, then nothing, like, if you don't do it, nothing's gonna happen. That's the, the theme of everything and but often you not doing it is not because you're lazy you not doing it is because you've got something going on between your ears that is keeping you in this pattern that doesn't serve you or there's something about staying in this pattern of not going anywhere that is serving you that you've got to wake up to the fact that you're allowing yourself to stay at this level because, you know, people will give you pity or whatever it is, and if you can get that out of the way, now you have an ability to move forward, right?
0: Yeah, and this whole course was a merger between Alcoholics Anonymous, the Landmark (laughs) Forum, and Multi-Level Marketing. And what we basically did was just wrap that in a bow Because you do all this stuff and you do all this hard work but if it doesn't end up creating results, you're just wasting time and what we want you to all get is that is not what we're about. We want you to have breakthroughs at a level you've never had them before in every area of your life. Contact mapping is just a tiny piece of that but it is the start of something gigantic.
1: Then we turn you over to the Ray Higgins of the world. Totally. So go to contactmapping.com slash free. Just take a look at what we're up to and we're coming right back. And
0: it is Tom Chenault. And it's the Network Marketing Leadership Show with Ray Higdon, Adrian So, Chenault, so We Tom. weren't just chit-chatting. <laughs> <I guess. laughs> no, no, we keep it moving, man. The show oh, is man. on live and it is on fire. And we've got Ray Higdon with us today. And if you haven't been to www, which you don't need, Higdongroup.com, forward slash free stuff. What is Bonuses. It? Bonuses. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Close.
0: group.com forward slash bonuses. Go there right now, because I'm telling you what, what you're going to get from him, about him, through him is going to change your life. And he's got on his, he's got these pages all the time. And I constantly go in to what, to the page that is about the tracker and I want to see these people that posted their tracking of what they actually did and I always comment on that because oh. seeing people actually taking the work and putting it to work instead of just watching network marketing like it's a football game on TV is what I'm all about and what you've done is put those people into action and I'm so proud and you know, you every day you do these videos and like a thousand people show up for it, it blows my mind and you're just a magician, Ray, I and your wife, Jessica. You know, Ray's one thing, and I don't wanna say, I don't wanna try to describe him, but then you, here comes Jessica, and she's That's got level. equal skills at a completely different level, vibe, and place. And she has an access to money and money management and empathy that Ray couldn't touch with a 10-foot pole. And together, these guys are just
1: something it is really cool and I so I should have checked this beforehand but I so you and Jessica co-authored this book that's the first time you guys have
2: done that is that right uh we co-authored the social media book um yeah so I wrote the leadership we co-authored the social media one and this one we co-authored this is I mean it's just a different animal I mean the social media strategy scripts you know that which is needed this is more of our story of overcoming obstacles trauma um you know, how both of us left jobs to be full-time, you know, entrepreneurs and, and what we did to, you know, to craft the, the life that we lead now.
1: Absolutely.
2: And I, you know, it, it's, it's
1: neat. I, I have mm-hmm. known your story more just through following what you've been doing for a long time, but both through the book and actually Jessica's told the most beautiful story at Rank Makers Live about, you know, the approval of her dad, who she respected so much and having to give that up to move into network marketing and you know really like having that moment of like you know he in love trying to protect her but you know really cut her knees out from under her right when she was about to get started and her having to choose you know do i do i follow him and do i kind of go do i go back to playing it smaller or playing it more traditional or do i move out into the world And that was just such an incredible story. And I think something that we all identify with is, you know, I think network marketing, so many of us, you know, whatever we had along the way, we got some sort of impression from somebody that network marketing was bad or it was dirty or it wasn't, you know, it was something that it really isn't when you actually look at what it is and on the face of it, how it can be done the right way. And that was just, I really appreciated and identified with that story because I think it's something that... Uh, we all, you know, that, that belief in the profession and that sort of willingness to say, I'm, you know, I'm going to do it anyway, no matter, you know, even if somebody doesn't approve that's, you know, it's so necessary. If you're going to do anything big in life to be able to overcome that kind of disapproval, right?
2: Yeah, for sure. And, you know, to, to Tom's point earlier, uh, I mean, if you're, if you're for the little guy, then network marketing is amazing, you know, because it's the lowest risk, lowest overhead way for the average ordinary person to start a business. And so you know, yeah, uh, she did get flack from you know from her family and specifically from her dad Um, when she hit ten thousand a month. Her two brothers signed up, her mother signed up, and her dad drew her a spreadsheet. So it was uh, pretty cool.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but at the end of the day, you know, when your parents tell you or anybody tells you that you shouldn't do network marketing, it isn't because they don't they believe you shouldn't do network marketing. It's because they love you so much they don't want you to get hurt. Right. And hear it from there. Reframe that statement because they're scared for you and they don't understand it. And they heard it was a pyramid scheme from the guy down the street at the coffee shop. So they came home and told you, and it isn't because they don't love you. It's because they do love you that they're trying to protect you. But at the end of the day, all of it, your success is going to end all that fear and that's all that boils down to it. And the tools that you're selling and speaking Ray will get people to the other side of that. Right?
2: Yeah, absolutely. And that's one of the, you know, big things in here as we talk about seeking acceptance, approval, and agreement, and how every awesome thing in, in my life, um, I didn't have acceptance, approval, or agreement. Uh, no one agreed with me leaving my seven-year career or leaving my benefits. Um, everyone thought that was a bad idea, but I never would have created freedom with, um, you know, with that job or, or with that career. You know, my boss and his boss and her boss were all more stressed out making more money than me, but more stressed out, working harder, seeing their family less, more turmoil. And, um, that was going to be, you know, where, where I would end up too. Um, unless I went against the grain.
0: We got to take another break. Then we go to a long segment, Richard Brook. If you're watching, get ready to buy some nice survivalist stuff. We're on the Genesis communication network and we really appreciate you watching and listening to the great Ray Higdon. We'll be right back.
1: Awesome, baby. We did it. Good job. Alright, so I have been so excited for this book for many reasons, but the most exciting reason I think is on, is it 161, am I right? Alright, right, hold on. So I'm just going to flip here to 161 and I'm just going to read, this is my favorite excerpt from the whole book. Contact mapping is a great app designed to really take your connections, follow up and organization around your network to the
2: next level. That's Holy. actually. That's actually only in the version I sent you guys. <laughs> yeah, I we wondered why it was in pencil, but here's the. Here's the Imagine d- you do that to a bunch of vendors and they're like, wow, this is amazing. <laughs> Just kidding. I, I agree with it hundred percent. I know like all
0: the big leaders and 99% of them, way more than that, 99.5 of them have a terrible relationship to follow up and time. Ray Higdon on the other side is one of the most meticulous guys to his word I do business with mm. and he and I have many things in common, a couple of them I can talk about. Most of them I can talk about, a couple I won't but I'm going to tell you one thing right now. He loved Atlas Shrugged the book. He's done the landmark for him. He had a crazy, crazy, crazy earlier life and this guy is absolutely on the other side of compromising all the time. He doesn't believe in it. He says he's going to call you. He's called me one minute after I was supposed to talk to him and said, "Do we need to reschedule this?" Because I was a minute late, and that was something I was committed not to be. And I'm just in love with him. He epitomizes what we kind of automate for you. So take it away.
1: Yeah, I so truly I want to just say an incredible thank you to you. And when, yeah. when you when you shared the news with me that you were giving us a shout out in the book, uh, you know, several months ago, I just. I I could not be more honored and we're just so thankful to be your friend. And so um, first, I just want to say that and I ordered it from Amazon, so I know that this one is for (laughs) for this house. (laughs) Actually, yeah, and actually
0: the one that you sent to my house still hasn't shown. So you asked me if I read this in time this has been here because Adrian ordered it on Amazon so I Uh was able to read it but the one that my house still isn't here I would have been flying blind and you would have been correct who knows what happened they probably you know that the mailman is a bad guy in my neighborhood but he might have stolen the book he stole the book that's exciting so anyway whatever it was (laughs) I'm so happy to have it and when I saw it here I read it that's how I was able to read it in time I can tell behind your eyes you didn't believe that I had so take it away Adrian
2: (laughs) now I do thank you few.
1: All right, good. Oh, you know, oh, yeah. Okay, go ahead. No, 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 no never mind. I was gonna make another <laughs> terrible joke. Go ahead. All right. So anyway, so they thank you for including us. Yeah. And, you know, I-, I just would love you to, to talk about because you you've got some tools in here. And you know, what, what is it that you're trying to get people to do when it comes to follow up? And why is that so important?
2: Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> People follow up is just so important in in anything that you do, you know, um, most, most things just don't happen on the first interaction, whether it's sales, whether it's a relationship, whether it's really anything. And so follow up is so important. You can be bad at sales, but good at follow up and do just fine. Uh, Bad follow up better than no follow up. And, you know, as you guys know, and in fact, the, this funny story, but more, uh, the next version of this book, the forward is actually by Grant Cardone. He didn't wow. get it to us in time, so it's not. It wasn't in the first run. Um, but I spent time with his his sales machine, right? His That's his sales organization, and you know these are guys that are hardcore every day. They have to study his training on sales and closing. And I asked their sales manager. I said, "Well, you know, how much percentage wise do you close on the first you know connection? Two percent." So these world-class sale, this world-class sales organization, you know, probably doing, you know, well, definitely doing over a hundred million dollars in sales, 98% of their income comes from follow-up. And so why, why should others be different? And so follow-up is just so important for every area of your life, whether it's get gathering donations, whether it's selling or raising money, what, whatever.
1: Hundred percent, and that that's such a that that blows me away every time I hear that about Cardone's organization. But it's you know it's, it, it's because it's human nature that we need the you know we need those nudges. And I think getting out of that headspace of I'm bothering people and into the headspace right. of I'm helping them because they're right. running around like a chicken with their head cut off just like I am. That when you start allowing it to reside there and you know their story and can have fun with it, things start to change. So, uh, go check out contactmapping.com slash free, and we are coming back to the main show.
0: That quick? All right, we're back. It's Tom Chenault. This is the leadership, the network marketing leadership show. I have a heck of a time saying that. I don't even like the name. I like the name, the Tom Chenault show better, because I can remember it at this advanced stage. But <laughs> ring It's just easier. But we've got Ray Higdon with us, and uh, holy mackerel, what an honest, honest, Authentic, vulnerable, vulnerable, whatever the word is, guy. Yep. Right. how important is it to lose the facade of hip, slick, and cool and just getting real with people? Your first chapter of your book—I can't remember the, what the title of it is—is is basically yeah, no, you uh, got to have the gift of desperation. You got to dump all that noise and just realize that you've got it. You got to put it at stake and be all in, and stop. Being like this secret agent in the world. Yeah, get upset. That's what it is. The gift of desperation, same deal. What where what, how important it is it to just like plant a flag that you are gonna be in charge of your own destiny and go after it? Like critical, right?
2: Yeah, I mean you know, I think one of the one of the quotes that embodies this I heard from Oprah Winfrey, and that's life is not a dress rehearsal. There's a lot of people that just kind of tumble through life and life just happens for them. And, and so whatever happens, happens, uh, what can you do? And then they die. And it's like, you know, you have the DNA and the, the blood of Alexander the Great. You have, you know, power flowing through your veins. You could literally do anything on the planet. What will your great grandchildren say about you? What can you do? And when we get into making an impact and we talk about turn your your why into an actual vision, that's so important if you really want to tap into your potential. And I I really hold, I, I just believe that everyone has unlimited potential within them. They can accomplish anything that they want and and live a fulfilling life regardless of what's happened in the past. And so I, I just think it's it's very powerful. And you mentioned the you know, hip, you know, what's a, you know, how important is it to not just be the hip slick, you know, uh, um, what's the other term I've heard, you know, big time, you know, whatever. Yeah. I'll tell you, I, I thought I knew what real, I thought I knew the first big thing that changed my life, but upon examination, it wasn't what I thought. Um, so when I, when I got serious about network marketing, I had reconnected with my dad after not talking to him for 13 years. And that created um, you know, a, a spe- an opening in my life that was now different. When I let go of some of the baggage of the anger, the resentment, the h- hatred, um, when I let go of some of that, it created a new opening in my life. And I thought that that was what actually has made me so you know, consistent or whatever you wanna call it, you know, lunatic, whatever. Um, and that actually wasn't. It was me sharing that story because the first time I shared that story, I was doing a training up in uh, Myrtle Beach and I'd been asked to come up there and do a you know, opportunity meeting when I was building a team. And something just, you know, my heart just said, share that story. I'd never shared that story because I was too busy looking like Superman and looking you know hip and whatever those other words were. And so I, I wanted to look perfect and awesome and Superman. And when I shared that story afterwards, Kenneth, the person who invited me to come up there He's walking down the aisle after I share my story of reconnecting with my dad after not seeing him for 13 years. He walks down the aisle, tears streaming down his face. And he said, I can't believe you just shared that story. I haven't talked to my dad in 17 years. Tomorrow, I fly out for his funeral. Oh. And so I heard that and my initial reaction, probably like many people is I beat myself up. And I thought, you know what? I was on a webinar with him last week. If only I'd mentioned it maybe he would have reconnected. The second reaction was, I need to be more vulnerable and I need to be willing to share this story. And so that was 2010, maybe? I've probably shared that story hundreds of times, if not a thousand times. And I have so many emails and letters and, and messages of people who've reconnected with you know their dad, their mom, their sister, their brother. Um, in fact, I have um, uh, two instances of people who reconnected with their dad, both of them happened to be a dad. They reconnected with their dad shortly after reconnecting, the dad died. And so, literally, they heard that story in perfect timing before it was too late. Yeah. And so, you know, the whole, um, you know, let me be the, the, um, you know, the polished, let me be the, the performer, right? Um, you know, that's great, you know, do that. Um, but if you if you really want to impact people, let them relate with you by you being vulnerable, you laying down, like Brene Brown says, you lay down your armor, you lay down your swords and, and you bear, you know, what's going on, you bear reality. And that's what people I think are seeking right now is they're seeking what's real because we know the media isn't real. We know politicians aren't real. We know that these things that we've had in our mind that we thought were out for our benefit, we've learned that they're not. And so it's like people are searching for what, what's real, what can I believe in anymore? And you know, we understand pain. We understand you know, people that have been through stuff like us. I think, I
0: haven't seen you for a while. I think your reality show Mm. did a whole lot more for your vulnerability and your authenticity and your empathy than you even might know it did. Cause the man that I'm looking at right now is a different guy that I looked Mm. eyeball to eyeball with. You have got a depth of compassion that was not there the last time. And I watched your reality show and I watched Mm. those people grind through it and I watched you and Jess dive into their lives and help those people step outside of what was into what is, and what can be. And I just want to thank you for that. I think it helped them, but I really think it helped you. That makes sense? I hope.
2: Uh, absolutely. You know, I had, um, you know, I mean, I, I knew, obviously, I know, I've been through some stuff. And I know that other people have been through some stuff. But, um, you know, and we didn't plan it this way. It's not like we didn't ask on the reality show application, have you been through abuse, right? Like, that'd be a weird question, but almost everyone had. And and I'll tell you one person that, you know, many, many did, but one person that really stands out as inspiring me is Renee Adams. Renee Adams was in our season one yeah. and she had never shared this with anyone, never shared her story, but she had been through sexual abuse, physical abuse, and human trafficking. She'd actually been trafficked. And she had never shared that whole life. And so, you know, whatever we created on the show opened her up and cracked the shell and, and she shared. And I told her, like I've told so many people that, you know, hey, your story could be inspiring and you survived that. There could be people out there that are right on the edge of not making it that you could inspire. And, um, you know, to, um, you know, just to, just to awesomeness, Within two weeks, she's speaking at an abuse center. Wow. About two months ago, she spoke at the 17th annual international human trafficking conference in front of 19 countries. She shared her story. And, and so that's some that's a warrior, that's a soldier, that's someone who is a, a hope engineer. That's someone that's you know going out there and 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 getting people to understand how bad an issue is, such as human trafficking. But also inspiring all those who've been affected by it. And so my, you know, she'll always have a special place in my heart there. And that wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for the reality show.
0: And you talk about Brene Brown a minute ago, and she says that everybody has a story that will bring you to your knees if you'll mm-hmm. just take the time to listen and get out of the soundbite mode and actually be interested in the answer to that great question that you asked. My wife's a huge Brene Brown. I mean, well, my wife's on all kinds of personal development stuff. She's a beast, but that Brené Brown, I'm telling you what, she has got He's it amazing. going and any of you that have a chance, plug into her cause she'll get you down to ground zero so you can finally stop coming out, but start coming out. But yeah, yeah. Crazy stuff. Yeah. Ray, you've, uh, you've made a difference. I can't wait for the next edition. So yeah, I, I'm a reality show fan. So thank oh, you for that. too. It. Everything Ray
1: Higdon. It's all good, man. So, you talked you talked about this kind of at the beginning of this segment, and I think it ties together a little bit. So you talked about you know having a why versus having a vision, and I, I loved I, I was watching you guys did such an incredible like full day launch uh, event for the book that was so cool. And, and you were t- I know you were talking about that, and you know I just want to contrast this right of you know Ray. His experience sharing his dad's story, his story with his dad, in that personal experience, and you know, you might have this why of I want to, you know, I want to help people, or I want to do whatever, you know, I want to create a different, you know, maybe your why is I want to create a different life for my kids than the life I had growing up, and that's a, you know, that's an amazing why. But when you take that and you go, okay, how can I have a vision and be on a mission, and part of that is that vulnerability. So just talk about what that distinction is between a why and a, and a vision and why shifting that is so important.
2: Yeah. So, um, you know, for years, I, I, I feel like network marketing may have been the pioneer of the why of you got to have a why you got to have a why that makes you crack. And, and so, you know, somewhere, some master taught that. And then it got, and it got filtered and it got filtered and it got filtered and it got filtered. And now it's just a one-liner. I want to retire my spouse. I want to help kids. I want to, you know what I mean? And so it's, it, why is now a watered down thing that, that, you know, typically someone will say, and they'll get um, appreciation, attention from others. So it's been made too cheaply now. And so, yep. you know, I know people that have had the same why for nine years, they haven't progressed. And, and so, you know, a vision is who do you want to become? Now, if you can say these are the things that, which could be a whole bunch of wise, right? You may have a whole bunch of wise abuse centers, water wells, schools, whatever, you know, whatever floats your boat. Um, A vision is who do I want to become? That's different. That's more internally owned than uh, some commercial, uh, you know, digestible thing that I say this thing and people say, oh yes, that's great. Even if I haven't accomplished it. And so in the, you know, one of the rules is turn your why into a vision. And it really shows you how to grow into that person you truly want to be, which will help you accomplish all those important things for you.
1: I think that's, that's such a big deal. And, you know, it's, I think the bigger, you know, the original version of the why that maybe connects more with what you're talking about with a vision, it truly is like, it has to be bigger than you. It has to like compel you forward that like, God, you know, if I, if I'm not taking action, like more orphans are going to die in the orphanage. Like, okay, maybe I should call, you know, maybe I should actually, you know, not say, oh, I don't feel like it today and not message people. Maybe like if orphans are on the line here or whatever it is for you that like fires your soul, that's gonna move you forward. And so getting, you know, pick up this book and get yourself into that where if you've been telling yourself the same story over and over again and nothing's really happening, like this is how you shift yourself into like, oh shoot, if I don't do something today, like we're no, you know, we're taking backward steps instead of progress steps towards this vision of a world that I'm trying to create.
0: All right, guess what? We get to take another commercial, but right now go to higdongroup.com forward slash bonuses. Go do that. Go buy this book. Take a picture of the book and post it because Ray Higdon pays attention to that stuff. We're coming back right after this. It's the network marketing and leadership show on the Genesis Communication Network.
1: Good job. I just realized we don't have the thing. We used to have a paper that said the network marketing leadership show so that he could remind himself. And we lost that paper. We gotta get that paper Somebody back, You're me. doing a good job. I know, and I'm feeling pretty good about that.
0: <laughs> so anyway, Ray, one of the things Sean that... Murphy, thank you
1: for all your comments. Yeah, yeah beautiful, he's unbelievable. Oh, yeah. Good to the show. Um, again. Sean's the greatest. Taylor Worries hanging out here. He's been nice. commenting all over the place here. Just such great people here. Hello, Victor. Jeff Weisberg. Okay. Not all Weisberg. (laughs) He and I were just talking. So, anyways. So, awesome. Ray, you have… Chadillac. Oh, my gosh. Chadillac. Because of you, a
0: lot of things. This guy did some brave stuff. Awesome. To fight to get his life back. And you've had a lot to do with that. Chad Williams, shout out. Ray Higdon actually named him Chadillac. Uh, really, a beautiful thing. And he's one of our favorite people in the world. Yeah. He's in Indiana now, and uh,
1: thank God. No, <laughs> so, anyway, yeah. That's true. Okay. You gave him permission to be Chadillac yeah, and that was nice. pretty cool. Yeah, cool nice. news. All right. So, Ray, you have probably the most impeccable habits of anyone that I have ever met. Yeah. And how the hell do you do it? And why is it so important that people build great habits?
2: Ah, uh, yeah. So, I mean, I think it's just your association with the habits. And so, you know, take follow-up. One of the, one of the stories that I've shared is, you know, people, they'll always say, ah, I'm terrible at follow-up. Ah, I'm no good at follow-up and you know, whatever. And so, you know, the scenario goes, if, if there was a family on your street and the mother got laid off, dad got killed by a bus, unfortunately, four children at home, and you decide to do a fundraiser, and you had 150 people say that they would give some money to the fundraiser, how many would you follow up with 100% No question. Yeah, because you associate gain, you associate feeling good with that follow up. So you need you need to figure that out with your habits. So every morning as goofy, as this sounds, I log into my Facebook account, and I send a happy birthday message. That's me. That's not someone else. I send every single day. I go through my list of friends. I send a little happy birthday message. If there's a memory of us, I'll take a little snapshot and send a you know snapshot of a picture of us. And because I associate that with that is a, a step of me putting something positive into someone's life that they may that they may need. And does it lead to something? I don't know. But I just see that as part of um, as part of. Uh, a set of important things to do. I do a video a day because I don't know who's going to catch that video that day. They may really need it. And and so I just draw importance around the action steps and, and the things that, that I do. Nothing's not important or else, you know, I just don't do it. I, I
1: just love that. And I got to share one other thing about you. So you may have noticed that Ray has this thing out there where you can text him. And so... Well,
2: beast love that thing i'm a lunatic (laughs) no so
1: i so i messaged him because we were actually it was it was perfect timing because we were already looking at this and uh and so i send him a message saying hey i noticed that you're using community which is this thing and uh you know what's going on how do you like it and so he writes me back and I, and I was like, hey, you know, like, can the team use it, whatever, blah, 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 blah. I'm assuming that he's got like an army of people because I cannot imagine the number of text messages that you get every day and he goes, oh no, I respond to every single one of these things. And that's just who this guy is and it makes a difference, right? Look at a guy who has achieved everything that absolutely doesn't have to do that and does, what's your excuse? That's my question for you. So thank you for hammering that. Thank you for being who you are. And it starts with creating those associations with great habits, producing great results for you. So we got to come back.
0: contactmapping.com forward slash free. All right. This is the network marketing leadership show. It's Tom Chanel. It's Adrian Chanel and it's the final segment with the, this t- This hour flew by again. It just makes me so mad when we have such a tremendous guest because we don't have the long. Okay. So you guys did not win the record for the longest book launch in history. Remember Taylor and Larry Thompson did when they put their book out and Weisberg lied to me the whole show. So I get on there to watch him. And he kept saying I'm coming right up and I was on there for like 11 hours and he finally got on for like five seconds and I wanted to blow my brains out. So when you did your book launch, I thought you were trying to break the Guinness Book of Records for the length of book launch but you only did five hours. But it was still absolutely unbelievable (laughs) and thank you. And the reason it took so long is because they had so many incredible people talking about how incredible Ray and Jess are and they're two beautiful children, and just they let us live the, our life vicariously through them. And it is, I don't know if that made sense or not. It was amazing. So I, I love these guys.
1: Final segment, what do you want to talk about? I, I want to talk about relationships. Because, so I, I threw this up last night, Ray post this picture of him and Jessica, that was it for your her anniversary or your, the anniversary or birthday that you got the present for?
2: Uh, it was our anniversary and I bought yeah. dance classes.
1: Yeah. So they got dance classes. So I, I posted on his Facebook. i would wall, kill myself. Thank, if thank I got God that. my wife doesn't follow you on <laughs> oh Facebook God. because I would be divorced. Are you actually going to do it?
2: We did one last night. Do you
0: like to dance?
2: Not really. I would <laughs> rather get. Oh, my God. But she does. Oh, well, yeah. I happy would... for her. <laughs> so,
1: but you, you did another thing you did recently is you taught, you guys had a, a really. You know, frank and amazing conversation about what it takes to build a great relationship and a great marriage, and that fits into what's going on here. And so, talk a little bit about the relationships dimension of what you guys talk about in Time, Money, Freedom, Ray.
2: Yeah. Um, so, there's pr- probably the most the most feedback of the ten rules that I've gotten is from rule number two: pluck the weeds, pluck your weeds. And pluck your weeds, I think some people thought, sorry, you're hearing kids in the background here, but um, pluck your weeds, I think some people thought that that only meant negative people in your life, just get them out of there, right? And that's not all all it means. Pluck your weeds are, you know, anywhere from me digging into my trust issues and asking the, you know, why why am i this way why do why do i run to my hotel room after i speak on, on stage and i'm scared to talk to anybody what the hell's wrong with me right that was a weed i had to pluck and dig into and figure out ah that's that's what caused it um a weed could be when i just did my very first time doing public speaking and uh this is when i worked for uh, a, co- a county government and it was so bad that my boss actually asked if I was on drugs. And afterwards, I remember sitting in the car in my Hyundai Sonata, forest green, and just sitting there with the steering wheel. And I'm just like, I'm just not going to come back because I now look like an idiot. And now everyone knows how stupid I am. And so pluck your weeds was, Hey, no, that's not congruent with who I want to be. I'm going to go to speech class. I'm going to go to Toastmasters. I'm going to get better at this. And so that really shows in relationships. So, um, what conversations are you not having? What are things that, cause the thing about resentment is it doesn't dissipate. It only grows and starts to impact other areas of your life. And pretty soon, because he didn't take out the trash means he doesn't love you. And pretty soon because she didn't show up, you know, she didn't come home on time that now, you know, she's cheating on you or whatever. And that may have, you just made up that entire story. And so plucking the weeds is what areas in my life are not congruent with who I want to be with how I want to show up and what is impacting me negatively. So one of the, probably, you know, the biggest, you know, weed between, you know, Jess and I was we had different views on money. And so she would come into my office and say, Oh, you know what? I was looking at the bank account and it's down a little bit. And, that would send me into um, this, you know, thing that I created in my head that said I wasn't man enough because I wasn't taking care of her. And so I would work like crazy. I would get all stressed out. And then she'd come in and say, why are you working so hard? What's wrong?" And I'm like, (laughs) right. Thinking, well, she knows she triggered me. What the hell's, you know, what do you mean? Why am I stressed out? You triggered this. Well, she didn't know that. And so you can let something like that completely destroy a relationship but instead by addressing it, by saying, Hey, this, when you do this, this is how I feel. And then she came back with, well, I I felt like I couldn't even talk to you about money. And so, you know, looking at what are the incongruencies in, in your relationship? What are you, um, what are, what, where is the resentment and, and get that out of there because it's going to negatively impact the relationship and it doesn't have to. Such a, such a huge thing.
1: And, you know, like, resentment and anger and these things, you know, it's like, I I love the analogy that it's like, you know, you're drinking poison, hoping the other person's gonna die, right? Like, that's, that's what those weeds. if you let those weeds keep growing, that's what you're doing to yourself. And it's just nuts, you know, and, and and yet we all do it. So it's, it's nuts. And yet, you know, there's absolutely (laughs) weeds that are right over there that I need to go and pick. So you know, this is nobody on a high horse. But this is just the human condition. And it's a it is a Funny, crazy thing that we all live in and the more we can create that awareness and and do it the the more powerful and I'm telling you I wish I would have read this book eight marriages ago (laughs) that would have helped me so
0: much but this ninth one this one with Denise we are going to absolutely score because we read the book we love you Ray Higdon we're gonna be out of here stick around we're gonna keep it going for a couple minutes they want to ask you some questions this is the Network Marketing Leadership Show thanks for listening Thank you so much for listening to the show. You can get a lot more content like this going to contactmapping.com